breakup, repeat. The single girl insanity. If you Google the girl that held on too long, you'd probably find my photo. I'm not proud of it, but hey, knowing is half the battle. Like many independent women, I had secured some season passes. I'm talking courtside seats to the relationship insanity circus. I was doing the same thing year in and year out, or as I like to eloquently put it, doing pure dumbness. And get this, each time I seriously expected a different result. Lather, rinse, and repeat did not only apply to me washing my clothes, but it was me living my relationship life in cycles. I was like the dog chasing its own tail only to bite myself in the keister. Ouch! Can somebody, anybody, please tell me how to play the hand you're dealt in the relationship game of life? I can't even count the number of incidences that had me on the perpetual date, breakup, and makeup merry-go-round. I nearly pulled every strand of hair from my head. And if you know me, you already know that's very little hair. Ultimately, all I wanted to do was look up to the sky and scream, God, that's enough already. What kind of luck could I have possibly have had to keep repeating the same relationship disasters for the last 20 years? (sighs) I suppose the answer to all these questions can be summed up to a condition I like to call CSI, Children of Israel Syndrome. Yes, sir, around the same mountain, like the earth rotating around the sun. All while happily singing Mickey D's theme song, ba-da-da-da-da, I'm loving it. Sidebar, in case you think that God has you on some lifetime naughty list, no friend, it's you. Like me, that's stuck on the slow bus, taking forever to catch the hint. I've literally been dating since I was 20, and in a matter of minutes, I'll be 40. Which brings me to a question. Am I the last single chick of my generation? For a long time, I felt as though I was in a spin cycle of sorts. It seemed like I was in a virtual washing machine. Then right when I got the proverbial clean, I somehow find myself right back in the mud, mucking around. Aimlessly having to repeat the cleaning process once more. I went through a great deal of my life misguided and rather resentful, especially when it came to my relationships, and not just the romantic ones either. I screwed up a friendship or two, maybe even burned some employment, bridges, and family. (laughs) Well, that's a whole other subject in a whole other book. Let's just chalk it up to I've made more mistakes than I care to count. Many of us have played the blame game at one time or the other. For me, I blamed a lot of my shortcomings and pitfalls on the fact that I didn't have a mother. In my warped imagination, I often visualize how I must have missed some rites of passage by being motherless. I was sure I lacked some of life-defining moments. But after a while, even those kinds of valid excuses lose their validity 
especially when you come of age. I still walked around for a long time believing I was slighted. How on God's green earth was I supposed to navigate through life without the crucial voice of reason yammering in my ear? Who was supposed to stare me through all of life's pertinent lessons? Well, be that as it may, what is also true is that after at least two slip-ups, shouldn't I have gotten it? Well, one would think, but nope. I became the spokesmodel of If You Love It, Let It Kill You, Incorporated. Truth is, I held on to many of my life's unfortunate events for far too long. I outright refused to let go as if I was the lone soul in the world who had experienced any mishaps. It made me think of all of the other quirks that I managed to hide behind and hold on to unnecessarily. There I was, building walls of mistrust because of bad relationships, being antisocial because people aren't always as genuine as they appear. Yet, ironically, I was constantly projecting and sometimes deflecting while being just as unauthentic as the people I often judged. Most of what I internalized was me being bitter because life must have dealt me only the crappiest hand ever. Truth is, as much as I hate to say this aloud, many of my relationships failed because there was a side of me I needed to confront. And as the saying goes, you can't fix what you won't face. I've come to learn that after you've reached the age of maturity, you can't keep blaming your disasters on the hand that fate dealt you. I get it. In some situations, you didn't have a choice. Still, that doesn't exempt you from manning up. None of us chose where we were born or who our parents are. Otherwise, we'd all be rich and famous, right? No one would wish for poverty and struggle. Be that as it may, now that you've reached the age of accountability, it's up to you whether or not you'll allow the past to cripple you or if you'll use it as a stepping stone onto your next level. You can't keep giving negativity permission to fester by expecting life to be like Skittles and you just taste the rainbow. It doesn't work that way. Your thoughts, your speech, and your actions must all align. Otherwise, they will cancel each other out. I realize most of what I say is more easily said than done. However, if you begin with small, deliberate steps like changing your mindset, you'd be surprised by the difference it makes. You can't continue to walk around as the victim when the truth is we're all fighting some kind of battle. If you decide to hold on to pain longer than you need to, that's no one's fault but your own. You, and only you, are now charged with the responsibility of making the necessary changes. Once you know the difference between right and wrong, you can make informed choices. Okay, so your dad wasn't there, and your mom was always moody, you didn't go to a private school, and you grew up in the ghetto. To top it off, Home Slice has cheated on you for the 11th time. Great. Now what? Will you let any of that or all of that dictate your destination? The sobering questions for me are, Do I want to continue repeating the cycle? Do I want to be another statistic? 
the next in a long line of unfulfilled bitter women? Or will I take life by the wheel and stare it into a new direction? Don't get me wrong, you'll face countless lows, but you'll have many highs too. You'll have some encounters that are designed to take you out. But if by chance you survive it, then know that that in itself is a miracle. Take it from me. You'll make more mistakes than you'd care to admit to. But as long as you learn from them, even if it takes you a couple tries, then you'll be all right. I know one thing's for sure. I'm not prepared to be an Israelite who keeps going around the same mountain and most certainly not for another 40 years wandering around the same problem. Either you'll learn the lesson and get better at playing defense, or you'll allow the brokenness to keep you on the offense. Figuratively speaking, when it comes to the washing cycle of rinse, lather, repeat, it should say strictly that the process by which one cleans hair, clothes, and dishes. You can't keep dating the same man in a different suit and think you'll get happily ever after. There has to be more to life than encountering the same old G while engaging in the same repetitive routines that we find ourselves chained to. Only you can control the climate of your world. The longer you allow self-pity and sadness to envelop you, the longer you'll take to recover. The sooner you decide to let go, the sooner you can shift the trajectory of your path. Letting go won't benefit the obstacle or the person that hurt you. It's for you to gain strength and rise above your circumstance. Then and only then will you experience real freedom. Believe me when I say, my honey-do list of unfortunate events is a long <laughs> Nonetheless, I'm not about to let them keep me from living life. The only stuff I'm committed to having on repeat is prayer, good music, and my coffee pot. As soon as you decide what you love more, you or it, you'll make a decision. You can choose to see your time in the wash cycle as a tedious chore or you can see it as life handing you a clean sheet of paper to write something exciting and new. C.S. Lewis puts it this way, what you see and what you hear all depends on where you're standing. Look, most people hate repeating themselves. You and I both know that could be mad annoying. Do you honestly like watching a rerun of your constant bad relationship choices? Why then, in the name of all that is good and pleasant, do you keep doing the same mess? Oh my gosh. Think of it this way. Relationships are sometimes like washing machines. They knock us around, they spin us, and then they ring us. But in the end, we come out a little twisted, but most times better than we went in.